What's up, y'all, and welcome to the most dangerous podcast in the land. That is the Help Myself Podcast, and I'm your host, John M. Singletary Sr. Got to put that senior in there because I got my junior, LJ, a.k.a. my co-pilot, man, and we just doing it how we do. You know what I'm saying? He looking at me now like, hey, why'd you invoke my name? (laughs) You know, I'll be looking at that intro and be checking myself out back when I used to be clean shaven, man. And it's, it ain't been that long, but it's just crazy to see my face so clean. You know, I got used to the luxuriousness. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but hey, I want to talk to you real quick about something that you know and that we've told you, but you didn't realize that we were telling you what you needed to be told. Sound like a puzzle, don't it? (laughs) Listen, I think uh, a lot of times we get it mixed up in believing that success is linear. And that'll be the way that I intro this. Look, success is not linear. Anyone that's had any amount of success will quickly tell you that there's always going to be a portion of that that you couldn't plan or prepare for. Because Life comes at you fast. Um, Situations come at you fast. And really what happens is we need to divorce ourselves from this idea that success is a linear experience. And let me delve in deeper and explain what I mean by that. A lot of times we believe that success is something that happens We grow, we develop, we learn our core competencies, we become good at that, we come to a level of mastery, and then we start to take on extra and added um, duties, responsibilities, and we start to grow in added responsibilities, and then there's more core competencies that we have to learn, we develop those, and we move up the ladder, then we get to a point where We're responsible for people, for programs, uh, for budgets and things of that sort. And then we think, oh, you do a good job at all of these levels. And then you continuously climb that ladder and then you get to the top and you're a success and you get the promotions and the money and the accolades and everybody loves you and they throw a parade and they hold you on their shoulders and everybody shouts your name. And then the music cuts on and it's happily ever after. Listen, we all know that that's not how it happens, but I believe that in our minds, we kind of hold on to the idea that it should happen that way. And I I am a firm believer that you have to divorce yourself from that mindset that it's supposed to happen in that fashion, because we know that a lot of times, in spite of our best efforts, we did the playbook according to the way the rules were set. Man, we ran the game like it was supposed to be run. 
and yet it did not turn out to be this great success that we wanted it to be. That's how it is sometimes. Listen, my own personal journey. Every time I got to a point where it was like, yo, this is something I should celebrate. Life, the job, situations hit me with something that I never could expect. As an Air Force recruiter, I would sit in front of young men and women day in and day out. And the biggest question we always get after, you know, what are the benefits, the pay and all this other stuff? What is basic training like? And the biggest complaint when they come back is my recruiter lied to me about basic training. No, we didn't. There was just there was no way that we could explain how transformative basic training is going to be. It's not like anything you've ever experienced. So we can use language to describe our experiences because we've already been through it. But it is a situation that you've never been through before. And there's just no way to describe it on the front end. You got to go through it. We can tell you, yeah, you're going to have to run. You're going to be getting waking up early in the middle of the night, stand at attention, do a lot of marching, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know if you're going to be prepared for the assimilation into a military service. I don't know. For some people, it was easy. It was like it was like a vacation. For some folks, it was a difficult couple of months they could ever have. I don't know how you're going to react to it. But trust me, I gave you all the information you needed. You just had to go and decide to roll with the punches. And that's how success is. There are people that are on the other side of success. And we're telling you, you can do this. But it's not going to be like you think it is. It's not going to be like anything that you've ever been through. Too many times when it comes to success, we believe that if we just add a little bit more of what we're already doing, it's going to get us there. Now, hard work will get you far. But here's the other part. What you've done to get you where you are only serve to get you where you are. <laughs> now, to get to that next level is going to take something that you didn't know you needed and you're not sure that you have. But you got to take that leap of faith. Listen, if if your financial knowledge has gotten you to the place where you are, congratulations to you. Kudos. But if where you are is not where you want to be, then understand that the financial knowledge that you have now is not going to get you to where you want to go. It's going to take some different knowledge. It's going to take another level of knowledge. It's going to take additive knowledge. It's going to take somebody who's been there that has the knowledge that you don't have. Same with leadership. Same with entrepreneurship. Same with any endeavor that you want to go in. Your current body of knowledge has gotten you where you are. And listen, you could continue to reinvent the wheel and bump your head up against the wall and make the mistakes because I promise you that that's how a lot of people make it. But I am a heavy proponent of coaching and mentoring and consultations because there are people out here that have gotten that knowledge, that information, that experience. They've created the pathways, learned the directions, 
and they can save you so much time. And a lot of people talk to me about the price of coaching and I could just get it out of a book. And it's true. A lot of this stuff, you can get it out of a book. But do you really know how to apply what you read? Look, I got a bunch of books right here. I would definitely say read books. I would definitely say, please make it a habit. If you want to be successful in anything, make it a habit to get that information, whether it's books, whether you audio books or whatever, obviously. But listen, there are people, when I sit down for a consult to coach or consult someone, they're not paying for the specific knowledge that I have. That's a part of it. But they're paying me for how long it took me, how much experience, how many times I've tested what I'm coaching over and over again, and how much experience I have in getting you success. Now, granted, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of coaches in this space that that's not the way that they operate. And kudos to them, because listen, I don't want anybody to not get the bag. All of y'all get the bag. But what I am saying is, if you wanted to get to the highest level of your career and you asked me to coach you and I hadn't gotten to the highest level of mine, there's going to be a gap in, in the knowledge. I can give you a lot of good basics. I can study. I can get well-spoken. There's going to be a piece missing because I don't have that piece. So there are things that I wouldn't coach you on. I'm not a millionaire yet. I'm I'm one of those millionaires where uh, <laughs> I'm a millionaire um, that's still in the womb, but the due date is coming soon. But I wouldn't be the best person to talk to on how to make men. Listen, I'll give you tips. I'll talk about some things that I'm doing to get there. I'll see if we can identify some things that could help you accelerate the pace. But I couldn't tell you with, with the confidence and the sureness that someone who's earned a million dollars could. And I don't care if they earned a million dollars from winning the lottery, playing sports or whatever. However they got it, they have a unique experience that I myself don't yet have. But don't believe it, just watch. It's coming. It's coming. But there are experiences that I have. There are victories that I have. There are wins that I have. And I share that with you. And that's why my experience decades of experience, hundreds, if not thousands of people uh, that I've coached, that I've trained, uh, that I've sat down with, that I've mentored. Man, I'm 25 years in the game, public speaking, all of this stuff. And so I take that expertise and I promise you, we're telling you success is simple, but it's not easy. I promise you, we're telling you that there's some things that you're going to have to change about yourself. And there's some things that you really, really feel are dynamic that you're going to have to let go. I promise you, we've told you that there's heartbreak on the path. But when it happens to you, it does not register for you until you have gone through it. Listen, I, um, I want you all to win. I promise you. That's why I spend my time on this podcast, bringing amazing guests that have amazing stories, 
And one of the key portions of each story that I always want to highlight is a resiliency story. The hell and back, the hero's journey that they left and they came back changed. Because I want you to know, here's one of the myths that we need to destroy when it comes to being successful. The people that you see that are successful, it's not because it was so easy for them or that they've got something so special about them that nobody else has. We all have a unique talent that we can bring as service to this world to be insanely more successful than we already are. I had a conversation with my brother and uh, he was talking about it and he said, listen, God created us. And why would we think that we would be created not to be successful? So this belief that some of us have to be average, maybe success needs to be redefined. And I think that a lot of times success is defined in real hollow terms. But you know what success feels like for your life, for your purpose, for your passion. And so I want you to know that success is possible, but I promise you it's on the other side of obviously hard work. It's on the other side of putting yourself in uncomfortable positions where you do not feel like the subject matter expert. It is on the other side of doing things that absolutely terrify you. I'm on a video podcast. I used to hang out with the guys on Real Shop Talk, man, and, and all of them were doing video stuff. And I'm like, yeah, my podcast is audio. I ain't trying to be on here. Now look at me. <laughs> but you know what? My place of comfort was never going to be my place of success. And you know what? When I told life I wanted success, life handed me a whole bunch of hard times, tragedy, trials, tribulations, distress, depression, sleepless nights, all of that. And it offered me that because not because, hey, this is the only way you can be successful, but I think it was understood that I enjoyed being comfortable and that I would shoot low because I knew I could hit it instead of shooting high and taking the risk of not hitting it. I think they that life understood that I would be willing to accept second saddle, second in charge, to help somebody else, to be the guy in the background. But life said, look, your gifts are not created for that. And there's some things maybe that you don't like personally, but so what? So what? Highest point in my career. Promoted to chief master sergeant. I was a senior enlisted leader, which meant there were no other enlisted in that career field that ranked higher than me. In the entire career field, everywhere in the world where you went and saw one of the recruiters for my component, the top of their food chain was me. I never even imagined that. Like, I talk about it. I talk crazy to the Air Force recruiter that came to my high school. I wish I could find that man and apologize to him, man. That was 94. So we're talking about almost 30 years ago. That man, he may, he might not be that old. He might be yeah. in his 50s. Yeah, I got to find him. <laughs> 
Hey, if you were the recruiter for Sam Houston High School in San Antonio, Texas in 1994, yeah. holla at me. <laughs> I apologize. I was wrong. <laughs> but listen, let me tell you. I didn't get there in a direct line. And a lot of people saw it and it looked linear, but it wasn't. I mean, I make no yeah. bones yeah. about the fact of the personal tragedy that befell me. Lost close friends, lost my grandmother, the woman that raised me, yeah. lost the mother of my child. Yeah. Um, so life was life. Got investigated. Um discriminated against, got thrown through the ringer. Um, one, even though nobody expected me to. I mean, here I was, top recruiter in the nation for two years straight, and they weren't even looking for me to get promoted. I wasn't even on a short list of people they expected. So when I tell you that success is not linear. I'm telling you from experience. And when we tell you that it's difficult, I can't tell you what your difficulties are. But I promise you, when you find a success that really inspires you, that drives you, that you can really get behind, that lines up with who you are as a person, that lines up with what your true desires are in your life. Man, let me tell you something. All that disappointment that's not going to stop you from showing up. I remember prior to Martika passing, I had gone up to the board for chief, didn't make it. And this was my fourth time getting told no. So I said, hey, I'm a black man. I've done almost 20 years in the Air Force and made it to the rank of senior master sergeant. I've done a lot of good. I have nothing to be ashamed of. It just wasn't in the cards for me to make cheap. And so I was very disappointed. And I would never tell anybody that when this happened, I was just like, oh, well, you know, hey, <laughs> lucky show. We'll move on. No, I was very disappointed. I was hurt. Um, there were moments where it really made me question and second guess myself. But you know that that was the time when I really did my best leading. That was when I said, hey, look, it really, really, really like, I always wanted to be a selfless leader. I always desired to craft myself, especially after all my shenanigans and the trouble I got into earlier in my leadership uh, path. I wanted to be selfless and I wanted to make sure that I was equipping the people that I had the opportunity to serve with tools, tactics, and techniques to make them better airmen and to make them better leaders. So, <laughs> man, when I tell you I kicked that thing in gear, I did some of my best leadership during that time from that heartbroken, disappointed place of realizing that although I had given everything I had to give to the enterprise, the enterprise didn't see me the way that I saw myself or my role within the enterprise. And you know, in the midst of that, seasons changed and people came in with fresh perspectives and I was ready, you know, and then, you know, during that time I go through the tragedy, the 
bedrock tragedy of my life. You know, yeah. never saw that coming. Yeah. And, um, you know, I go through that and I'm continuing to lead through that and, and um, galvanize my team and train and do all of these things. And people noticed and they started to ask about me. Like, who is that guy? Yeah. He's different. Yeah. It's because I realized that the success wasn't in the public acknowledgement or the rank and, and promotion and all of that. The success was me doing what I am created to do. Yeah. Yeah. Doing it with excellence, doing it with passion, and doing it with my heart. And my heart is for the people. And you get to a point where you stop making apologies for who you are. If who I am doesn't jive with who you think I should be, which is something an issue that I run into often, I can't change my life to be who you think I should be. My heart is for people. And I'm going to live that out. I've lived enough of my life. Let's be real. I'm probably well past the halfway point in my life. <laughs> and I'm going to live my life according to my passion, the things that make me feel the most alive. And I'm going to do that. And when I got to that place, it wasn't me selling myself. It was people noticing that I was operating in the highest level of the gifts that I've been given. And that didn't mean I was done because there was more to learn. Had to hire some coaches, had to mosey on up and get close with some mentors to take me to that next level. But we've told you, success ain't easy. Getting where you're trying to go in life is full of trials, travails, all of that. But it's worth it, man. And you need to stop focusing on all of that other stuff and discover that thing that makes you feel alive. And once you do that, let me tell you something. That's when it's going to take off for you. So, hey, look, I really enjoy getting on the mic with you one time. And we're going to call it a day. But listen, I appreciate you. And I'm going to close like I always close. Look, I can't help myself. I've got to inspire. I've got to encourage. I've got to empower. But I can't help myself by being the absolute best version of myself. And guess what? You can too. So why not we do it together? I'm going to edit this part out. One of my favorite segments into the video portion. And y'all know what it is. F yo couch <laughs> hey listen um man we are less than a month away from uh daylight saving time ending days are getting shorter we're probably about two months away from the shortest day of the year uh, it's getting darker quicker there's uh less daylight temperatures are starting to, you know out here the temperatures are getting nice yeah you know, i know some of my folks in other parts of the country is still on fire out there. But this is a time when a lot of people suffer from seasonal depression. And I want to encourage you to become active in battling um, 
I am not a clinical psychologist, a therapist, or anything like that. But I want to encourage you to fight the good fight. There's so many people that love you. And I know it's difficult, uh, not only because I've heard, but uh, seasonal depression is something that runs in my family. And it is something that I myself often suffer from. And so I want to encourage you to take some quick steps and some small things that you can do that can help you to combat this. And there's something that's been said about depression in its totality, but especially during a time like this, make sure that you are getting rest, uh, that you're getting your sleep, uh, minimize screen times around your waking up and going to sleep so that you can have some clarity in your mind, take some time to pray, meditate, uh, and just do some things to kind of clear your heart and your spirit. Journal, uh, read, listen to audiobooks, things like that. Uh, I do want to encourage you. One of the things that happens during depression is you get a little more tired. Uh, sometimes you get a little lax on hygiene. I know some of us, man, we hygiene down. We, I was laughing with some friends about, you know, it's not, man, I just take one shower during the day. It's like, what is the most amount of showers that I take in a day, you know, because sometimes it's three or four, depending on what the day is, you know? So, you know, but a lot of times when you're feeling that depression, you do not do the things that you normally do. And one of the big suggestions is to take a warm shower or a bath, just like one of those really comfortable, refreshing showers and baths. And um, put on some comfortable clothing. And one of the things that I want to put out there is something small because one of the things depression does is uh or one of the things that really drives it is the feeling like there's so much wrong and it's out of your control to change it so i highly suggest that you find something small that you need to do something that you can accomplish in an hour or less and you put it on your to-do list and so once you're in that comfortable place like i need to reorganize the shoes in my closet you know, and that's something I can do in um, less than an hour. Hopefully I got a lot of shoes, <laughs> but do something simple like that to give you uh, that positive momentum and give you the feeling that you accomplished something and take some intentional time to love on yourself. And here's one of mine. We always talk about reaffirming yourself, but I want to suggest that you look in the mirror and you look yourself in the eyes and talk to yourself. Encourage yourself. Speak directly to yourself. Like, what would it sound like for me? I would look directly into my eyes. John Singletary, I can see you. You are amazing. You are smart. You are kind-hearted. Uh, you're positive. You're handsome. You are handsome. Your beard is popping. Your beard is popping, bro. You know, and, and I'm not going to get up here and do mine all day because I could go, man. It's a lot of good stuff about me. So I can go on and on. <laughs> but affirm yourself. Not only is there so much that you can affirm yourself about, but you deserve it. You deserve to be affirmed. And you deserve to not have to wait on somebody else to do it. You know what I'm saying? So I want you to take the time and then give yourself a super abundance of grace. Man, you've worked so hard. You've done so many amazing things. And I am personally proud of you 
for who you are and the work that you've put in and the things that you've done. And I know that you're capable of so much more. But before you start talking about more, be grateful for what you have done because you're valuable. We need you here. We care about you and we love you. So get off your couch, get up and get active in your life. Um, depression happens, but I want to make sure that we're fighting and putting in the good fight and that we're doing everything that we can to put our best foot forward because the world deserves that and you deserve that because you're amazing. So with that, we are out. We'll see you next time. All right. Say